Welcome everybody, hope everybody's doing well and okay out there. I am so glad um, to have a friend of mine on. Um, she sells coffee, she does the farmer's market, and it's just wonderful to network with amazing and wonderful people. Um, and I'm gonna have her introduce herself. Um, hi guys, my name is Raquel Loman. I um, recently moved to Las Vegas, Nevada a year ago in May. And um, I moved here for work. Uh, you might not know this about me, Robert. I moved here from New York City to work in home health care on the administrative side. Um, and I did that. I had a contract for one year which was up in May. So May 4th, I ended that work and um, and then decided it was a super good opportunity to kind of start my own, um, look further into, deeper into something that I've always been wanting to do, something that's been kind of heavy on my heart, something I wanted to pursue. And COVID time brought that out. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad that people are able to pursue, you know, things that they love, um, um, things that they um, like, you know, because not everybody's, you know, fit for like the job um, industry itself. So that's um, awesome yeah. and amazing um, to have. So how did you come up with the name of the business or how did it come about? Um, okay, so. Naming is, and, and just to give you a little bit of background, I went to school for biology and political science. Okay. And um, I would say that in those two realms, which people are generally like, oh, what the heck? Who does biology and poli sci? Like, it's a very <laughs> different polar opposite. But I would say that we all, um, we all have a brain that has two sides, and both of those sides are generally associated with two different types of thinking and different different scientists will like break it down in different ways but i would just say that um i've always really greatly appreciated the strength and power of words and the ability for words to communicate and evoke a feeling in someone and um so for that i came up with the name in space um, which basically means to the hilt, like to the max, in the most. Um, the, so to me, like the root of words is super fascinating. Having a background in, in biology and, and like studying poli-sci and just communicating and be able to be trying to find like a, a lexicon, so to speak, like a, like a, a type of system where we can all communicate in the same world, even though we speak different languages and come from different cultures. I just think it's symbolism is super rad, and everybody knows what a uh, like a deck of cards looks like. So everybody knows what a spade looks like. And um, you you met me at the market where I share a space with the Shasta, and the Shasta is actually a mountain that's not too far from here. Um, that's an old volcano, and so that's where those two different brand names came from. Okay. Wow. Well, it's amazing yeah. uh, to be able to connect with someone of that stature. And also, you probably can help me with my homework, too. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm in medical um, administration, so it's a little bit, you know, the, oh, the yeah. med medical terminology, man, is out there. <laughs> It's out there, but at the same time, it's also like super intuitive. Yeah. You know, if you study, if you study, if you think about it, and that's what I found. Um, sorry, meeting in Africa. Um, I found in biology and chemistry and physics, this is like you name it. All these things sound really kind of uh, intimidating at first. You know, there's like eight parts to a word. You know, like eight syllable words are yeah. not something we generally deal with, yeah. right? But if you break it down to four chunks, those chunks are super easy to understand. And they're generally created by someone, so you can understand them. So, like, at the end of the day, just think about it. Like, people, humans, we created language. Yeah. And we created it so that we could communicate, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, so I... There are definitely some, there's definitely some fools out there who are like, I'm going to create a word that's like super confusing and also makes me sound really smart. Like, there's also that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, But for the most part, people want to collaborate. People want to work together. People want to share their news. And you can only share it through a common language. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I got through it. Um, I got through it with a C. The medical terminology, I got through it with a C, so it's better than nothing. Um, but it was, it was a little bit difficult, but anyways, um, so what is your goals and ambitions for your business itself? Are you going to stay connected with the Shasta? Are you going to break away or what, what is your goals in the near future with your business? So, so the Shasta is a company that was actually started by Jimmy and Heather okay. and, and they have. I'm sure they would love to come on the show. I know she's really busy today. I reached out to her because um, I was hoping she could be on this call too because I think it'd be fun to have all three of us together. Oh, that would be awesome. Um, maybe another time. Yeah, another time. Um, but they started it. They started the Shasta because they wanted to buy um, really well-sourced, meaning um, intentionally sourced, sustainably sourced, um, organically sourced items that they knew they could not find on the market today. So basically they, I mean, kind of, I think if you, if you, if you do a lot of homework on business, the reason why businesses thrive is because you're offering something that you actually wanted for yourself. You know, it's like, you know, something's good, you know, it can be better. You see that it's not available. And so you go after it. And and I think that's what they do with the Shasta, and that's what I'm doing with Inscape. Um, so my coffee brand, literally the first time I ever sold coffee for money for myself. I've done this. I've done this in the past in Brooklyn, New York. I did it in Manhattan. I did it in New York City. Um, but I was always working for someone. I had a leadership team that guided me and kind of just like designed my sales tactic, designed the brand. And so two Saturdays ago was the first time that I ever for myself made coffee, made it, you know, created a little business plan, created a little system where I could sell it at the market and I made money. And to be honest, I could, I'll be totally clear with you. I made $75. 
and that's not that much, right? Like yeah. in, in the scheme of things, okay. I started at 8 a.m., I ended at 3 or 4, just like you know, all things said and done. Yeah. But it's a very satisfying feeling to have like money that you created. You know, obviously I have expenses, that was my growth. But, but just the idea of bringing in and exchanging goods, exchanging services, exchanging money, because coffee is not just about coffee product, right? Coffee is about a process. To me, coffee is about the origin of where it comes from. It's about the beans, it's about the story um, behind how coffee has made its way all throughout the world. You know, a plant that started somewhere between Indonesia and Yemen has made its way all over the world and is a beverage that you can pay you know, usually you can get coffee for free, or it's like $2 at the most. Yeah. For just a good coffee, right? So it's just a really special beverage that we all share. Wine is beautiful, but not everyone can afford to drink wine every day. You know, but coffee is one of those things that, like, around the world, people wake up with. They're like, oh, can't wait to make my, make, make my coffee. I'm going to go get a coffee, or I'm going to go to the coffee shop. I'm going to get started. Well, how can I, like, jumpstart this. So that's kind of why I'm I'm really in love with this uh, kind of ritual of drinking coffee in the community that I create. <laughs> sounds, sounds I don't even good. know my answer to question. Oh, you're good. You're you're good. Um, <laughs> I I love that you're so passionate about what you do and about the coffee that you make. You know, because you you got some people that get into business and they're not that passionate. They're just in business for money. They're in business. So it's really mm -hmm. awesome to connect with people that really love what they do. What they ruin. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I mean, I think, obviously, I don't know, just on that same thread, it is hard in this time and this year, you know, it's, it's difficult for, it's always been difficult. It's never not been difficult. Life is hard. It's hard to support yourself. It's hard to thrive, you know, with all of these environmental factors that are coming at you, your family, you know, weather itself. And New York City is one of those places where you're kind of in every direction, something's coming at you. Yeah. Whether it's a bill or your family or your friends or the subway or traffic or a rainstorm, it's like that is, I think, why New York City is known to be just the greatest training and schoolhouse for life because you're just tried and challenged every single day gotcha. and if you can and, and it's not meant for everyone people have different ways of being tried and challenged but i i would say it taught me a lot about being able to listen to that inner voice and being able to kind of understand that things are all in abundance. People are in abundance. Money is in abundance. Potential is in abundance. You know, all these things exist to the nth degree where we can't even see it unless we take a step back. And just in general, I think that business is, business is part of what, what America has been built on. You know, we are a capitalist country. Yeah. We have a separation of church and state. Because we want people to have the freedom to do what they want in their church. And then you also should have the freedom to do what you want in the state. Build a business. 
live on your land for nothing. You know what I mean? There's just you can there's the whole there's there's the whole spectrum of what you can do with your life in America. And I think in times like these, people get upset about the presidency, people get upset every year. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's president. There are half the country is upset. <laughs> I, I really feel like, yeah, true. It doesn't matter who's the president. Everybody's going to be upset. Everybody's going to be unhappy. Yeah, there's always something going on. Yeah. And then it always gets worse before an election. Like, you name it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Over time, same shit, guys. There's a war. There's, there's a conflict. There's SARS. There's COVID. Yeah. There's a black plague. There's the bubonic plague. There's, like, no matter what, we have ebbs and flows. We have seasons. This is normal. And I think that's where everyone needs to just take a deep breath check out of social media for a minute and just tune back into what they're doing tune back into themselves and their family and their enjoy the things that they enjoy yeah. you know yeah tune back into the sun that's still rising guys yeah i mean you you have to you know um take time out you know to you know tune into yeah. yourself and that's what made me um write a book about being silent it's called silence um it's it just goes yeah. on and it just talks about Beautiful. meditation and being able to be silent being able to you know um be into yourself and be into what like let the let let it let the nature talk to you let it talk to you and see where you yeah. go from there and that's what it talks about so honestly it's really awesome. like king coach said i'm a sagittarius i don't know if anybody cares or knows that it is, but like <laughs> i'm a fiery person yeah. and king kunta said down like you know king kunta yeah. You know him? yeah yeah remember that song yeah i remember the um the saying yeah yeah bitch sit down yeah like this is a time when we all need to just sit down for a moment mm -hmm. obviously some people need to stand up yeah let them do that let them do them but if you haven't had an opportunity the thought or the series of thoughts to sit down I think this is a really good opportunity for you to sit down yeah. as people <laughs> and just look inward think pay attention look out you know but be silent like you're saying just um, take in what the world has to offer you because every day nature humanity, society is sharing something with you. And if you tune into that energy, I think you can really uh, thrive and vibe in a way that you've never thought. Of course. Of course. I mean, I feel that we should tune in to um, ourselves. A lot of people tune into a lot of things and we're into this, we're into that. So a lot of people need to just in tune to themselves and be able to mm -hmm. focus, be able to focus on what what is it that is going to get me to this point and to that point? I really feel that a lot of people is like, you know, creating businesses and like, oh, let me make this money, let me make this money, let me chase this back. And it's like, well, I'd rather be like, I'm a person like this. I'd rather be um, financially stable than rich. Because yeah, a lot of I people. Mean, but not even, and what is. Yeah, go ahead. A lot of people rather be rich than financially stable. Those are two separate things because being rich doesn't mean yeah. that you're financially stable. Financially stable means like yeah. if anything happens in this world, I don't have to worry about it because I have money in the don't bank. Don't worry. 
And I would say, I would take that to another level. Because financially stable just has to do with money. Yeah. I would say be sustainable. And sometimes that's financially, sometimes that's spiritually. You know, there's, there are different aspects to our character, to our person. And 100%, like there is no doubt about it. In America, you need money to live. Yeah. Unless you go to some place that has four seasons and you have really good training in how to store for the winter and, you know, yeah. thrive in the in the spring and the fall. Like we have seasons, you have to grow your own food. You know what I mean? Like that's possible. There's yeah. a lot of there's actually a really cool community of people around the world, especially in America, that are doing that right now. Yeah. They live in tiny houses, they use solar panels, you know, they basically utilize everything this earth has to offer for their benefit. And they do it in such a beautiful, cyclical way that's symbiotic with nature and it's just super rad. But but like you're saying, financial stability is so important because in America it's uh it's a big drain on us, right? We do have to work. This is part of our it is part of our um, contract with the United States. Yeah. Basically, we have a social security number. And if you're not working, and if you don't check in every year and say, hey, what you do this year? You don't file your taxes. All of a sudden, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's an interesting place we live in, but that's a capitalist country. And if I, you know, if I, if I went to Mexico, I wouldn't have to do that. But I would also be dealing with a lot of other things that make me un- stable in general, mm-hmm. not financially. So I think just at the end of the day, we we have a beautiful environment and foundation in this country to do whatever we want to do. Yeah, that's that's so true. Like I love to where we can do what we want to do and, and I'm like right now I'm on the bridge of like tapping into getting into some things that is going to benefit me. And so with um, with that point, so do you see your, do you see yourself like actually getting like a storefront and hiring own employees? Yeah, um, totally. Or? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no doubt about it. I love what I, I love where I am. I love, you know, what I'm doing every day, but the end goal is totally to have a brick and mortar. Honestly, probably not far from where we are at the market every Saturday. Like, I would love to have a brick and mortar at one Summerlin, um, because I think that that space is, is ripe for a real coffee house. You know, a place that's not just built around food and drink and a kind of exchange of needs, to, to be frank. Like, the food and drink is important. But it's only symbolic, and it's only kind of an opportunity for exchange of conversation. And that's just how I believe coffee is powerful, and food is powerful, and and I think food is sacred, and breaking bread is sacred, um, like beyond religion. You know, like obviously we learn, we know about it from religion. We know about. Shabbat, we know about breaking bread as a family, yeah. we know about giving thanks, right? That's, these are things that we've definitely grown up with in this country, I'd say. Um, but 
beyond that, I think those things are those things are sacred because they're an opportunity to sit with each other, sometimes in silence, um, but then also with an with an opportunity and kind of an openness to share. Like when you're breaking bread, when you're drinking coffee, when you're sipping tea, um, you feel together. You know, there's a sense of togetherness where you're like, oh, we're relating because we're literally tasting the same thing right now. And that to me is like why, that's why I think coffee is really cool. And then not only is that taste um, shared with someone else, it comes from somewhere totally far away in the country. Like, so, like, we don't even produce, we don't even produce coffee in the United States. We're too far above the equator. So all coffee comes from equatorial land. So it's just, it's just so cool to me to think of the origin of where something comes from. And if that comes from Mexico or Brazil or South America or, you know, Java, Yemen, you name it. These are places where physical human beings have worked their butts off, sweat, to pick cherries, to put in a bag, to be processed, to be milled, to be shipped, to be roasted, and then to be brewed by me for you at the 7 market. Yeah, I, wow. I mean, that's amazing to, like, it's amazing because... Yeah. Um, I love the coffee. The coffee's really good. Like that coffee that day had me going. Had me like, oh, had me so hyped and ready. To, oh man, how you going? Yeah, it's and, another level. Yeah, it's, it's all the energy that goes into that that you taste and you feel. And I and I was like, oh, man, this is some good coffee. Like I felt I was about to run like a marathon. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> and all my bars was just looking at me like. What is wrong with my boss? He's about to go nuts. Like, he's just moving. Yeah. It's because the coffee was really good and it was really enriching. And it was a different taste to the coffee um, in general. Yeah. And, and I had never had that yeah. taste before. So that so that taste to hit my palate, to hit my tongue. Was like, whoa, whoa, what? Oh, like, wait a minute. Yeah, it was like, hold on, hold on. What is what is this? What is this? What's going on? So it was really, yeah, um, really something. That's like good, good, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was cool. something really awesome uh, to uh, be able to taste some awesome and wonderful um, coffee uh, as that. And so, with with that being said, with your goals, ambition, and, and things like that. Um, so you said you want to have a storefront. That that'd be awesome. So that'd be awesome to have. That'd be awesome to have a storefront nearby. Like, you know, it says just like walk in, like, hey, I need some coffee. And, yeah, um, we're actually, we're looking at a couple spaces. Um, I also really like, do you know the Albertson parking lot that's just up the road? Yeah. Where there is a, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, there's like a Bank of America, there's a Marcos gas station. I just think that that place can also use like a great little spot. You know, some hole in the wall. Yeah. I love the I love hole in the wall. Just like the words, you know, just like the idea. Hole I'm just like wall. kind of peeking into something. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm here every day in this parking lot, and then someone's like, oh yeah, did you ever go to that spot? And you're like, what spot? You're like, yeah, that little space, and you're like, what? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden like your world is opened up and your mind is blown. Of course. Of course. I mean, I was always looking into something because I'm going to be having something sometime soon myself. Um, having like when it expands, like a book reading, like a like you know, like you know, like bring those back. Oh, I love you in the library, bro. And I want to have a book reading, and I want to be able to bring your coffee in. And doing the heck box. yeah. Um, I mean, I have an office space here. No point going to the library. I have an office space um, right across the street from the Reddit. Yeah, we can host several. So, so, we can do it for a whole week. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that, and it'd be able to. It'd be a good chance to promote like the books that I wrote, promote your business, so we can network together um, on that aspect and yeah. just sit and sit and drink some coffee and maybe some tea and have a good time reading yeah. this awesome wonderful book. Um, and that'd be awesome. That'd be great. So I wanted to know. So how? So do you make coffee like to go, or how do you make like? Do you make your coffee like to where you make it at home? Like you yeah. buy it and make it at home, so, or okay? So so just so, just like to give a couple of credentials, I guess I'm probably gonna give you the beginning. Um, I I work to get something called a Q grader. Um, essentially like you know how they have a sommelier and wine. Uh-huh. You just like understand all the flavors and you can speak this language and it's uh-huh. like a, you understand this lexicon, this kind of like verbiage that you need to have and understand in order to grade a quality of a coffee on a point scale. Okay. And yeah, so I have that, you know, badge, so to speak, which is I really give kudos to and thank the Brooklyn Roasting Company because that is where I was able to have that opportunity to learn. Um, there's a guy named Jim Munson who started a coffee company in Brooklyn um, who also shares a very similar kind of philosophy to me in the importance of coffee, the importance of sustainability, the opportunity you have as someone who serves coffee to have a conversation about where it comes from. Um, and then on top of that, just knowing what's good, knowing that you have a product, knowing that you're, um, you've worked really hard to get to a product that you're proud of. And I, um, having gone through that whole like training and I actually ran, uh, I was, I ran sales for accounts in Manhattan for cafes and restaurants. Um, and in that process, I just I learned a lot about you know what works, what doesn't work, um, how how you can better serve your community depending on what that community is. Because in Manhattan, you're like dealing with so many different little sects of people. You know, like on the Upper East Side, you have a group that loves to have coffee, but you know they want to pay, but they don't really want to pay. And then you've got the Lower East Side that's kind of similar. But they're totally willing to pay. And then you go to the West Village and they actually want to pay more than it's actually worth. And then you go to Times Square and, and, and they're willing, they're willing to give their life for coffee. They're willing to stand in line for like 48 hours to get a coffee that's from Times Square. So you just, you like learn who your people are. You know, you learn that coffee is this product that really varies. Um, and you have to be very in tune with your community and who is going to be your your return customer because the point of this game, the point of this life is to have long lasting relationships, I think. Of course. And anyone can sell something to some top one. But sell it to someone twice, three times, every day? 
for a week, for years, that's a new product. Um, and I think that's where customer service, and I think as a country we've understood that, um, that customer service is key, guys. Relationships are key. Return customers are key. And um, I found a product, one of theirs, many ways to brew coffee. You can grind it a million ways, you can roast it a million ways, you can source it a hundred ways, but at the end of the day, I chose a Kyoto drip, which is a very kind of specialized style of brewing coffee. Um, it takes 12 hours, so it's an investment. You have to get it ready. You have to prep it before you serve it, right? It's not something you can make. Espresso is made in like 30 seconds. Okay. It's not espresso. Um, it's not impressive. The actual like, it is impressive, but it takes time. It's like you have to be silent for 12 hours yeah. just watching it. Or you can watch it for 12 hours. You can too, but it comes out a drip at a time. It's this beautiful process, and I think the end result is an incredible product that speaks for itself. And um, it comes out at room temperature. So with that, you can something that you can't replicate with any other brewing style I've ever seen. So that is why I've chosen the Kyoto. And you can drink it, you can buy it at the market, um, right there on the spot, over ice, or you can take it in, um, I've got these nice little, they look like milk cartons. That if you want to take it for the week, you can buy it for the week. And then just portion it out as you want for the week. Sounds, sounds really amazing to, um, okay, nice. So with, that being said, let's see. So, with that being said, where do you see yourself in about four or five years from now with your business? Um, business, I hope to be running full speed ahead, and then I think within five years, I like to move quickly, and I know that uh, our world is changing. So, um, I'm twenty. I mean, I'm thirty. For turning 35 in December. So come 2025, I'll be 40. And I think by that time, I will hope to have made my way into the political side of coffee. Because I think that, um, I mean, the, the main reason I go into this is because of community, um, because I want to share with the community what exists in these countries of origin of coffee. And that is a different way of life. Okay. It's a very hardworking way of life. It's a very um, indigenous way of life. It's a very natural way of life that we, we don't have time to do here, right? Yeah. We literally don't have time. We work nine to five. Yeah. We don't have time to do that shit. Yeah. But guess what? People do that shit for you so that you can enjoy a cup of coffee. And that is a feeling that I think should be uh, evoked when you take a sip of the coffee every day. And that may be asking a lot, but I would rather ask for a lot and get a percentage of what I'm asking for than not ask at all. Makes makes sense. So, um, so you're based, you know, in Las Vegas. Um, how, so what are your prices? Like, what is your price range for your actual coffee, um, from when you're at the farmer's market um, or anywhere? 
Yeah, so so I've got a three dollar option, which is a nice serving size, and then I've got um, a six dollar option, which is a little more than double the size. Huh. And then if you want to take it to go, um, you can buy the beans for seventeen dollars for a twelve ounce tin. Um, which will make you coffee for a good while. And then, uh, if you want to take the, if you want to take the actual brewed beverage to go, I'm actually still trying to figure out what's the best vessel and size. Cause I want, I don't want people, the thing is like, you have to be able to kind of control your product because the moment, this is just like a business savvy kind of thing that I learned from other people is that, the moment you allow someone to take your product and use it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. So um, it's very important to make sure you communicate to the buyer, like, hey, this coffee is just for this week. I don't recommend you drinking this beyond the week because the flavor is not going to be the flavor profile that I created and intended for you. Yeah. So I don't want to give people too much now I don't want to. I don't want to give you a gallon of of Kyoto drip because I just I don't think it's going to taste that good by the time you have that last cup. Gotcha. And Blue Bottle is another uh, company that's very familiar with this kind of concept of just making sure that you're in control of your product. They sell like tiny bits at a time. They won't even they won't even grind coffee for you at the coffee shop. Dang. They're like, no, because we can't, we can't guarantee that you're gonna, you're gonna have a good experience in like, two months from now. We grind it for you, so they only grind it like a serving at a time or some shit. <laughs> That's crazy. So you're saying, yeah, it's, like, it's, kind of, it's kind of communist and like a little bit socialist. But at the same time, like I do appreciate how careful they are with it. <laughs> so you have to be, you know, you have to be cautious because there are some people out there that will take your product and try something as their own. You know, they're. There's people that take their take your product and make like make a profit off of it. Like what the and they're buying it from you. It's like what in the world? How's that possible? You're making more than I'm making. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I told you. I mean, it's a free country, guys. Like, hey, good for you. Hey, you think you can do better than me? Fucking go ahead. I appreciate it because I I'm literally open. You know what I mean? Like, if you can take my product and make it better, heck yeah. Yeah. I salute you. This is America. This is what we're built on. Yeah. So how so how are you doing your marketing? Like, are you doing it on Instagram? Are you doing it through a website? How are you doing your like your marketing um, out to like the I'm world? Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Che Guevara. I don't agree with everything that he says, but um, I do believe in grassroots campaigns. I do believe in um, starting small. I believe in building um, kind of naturally and organically. Hmm. And that is why I've chosen the market, the Summerland market, because I live nearby. This is a community that I live in, a community that I want to thrive in, a community that I want to help be a part of building. And um, yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm there. Awesome, awesome. And for people that is listening in, uh, just let you guys know that you can find Raquel at the Farmer's Market in Las Vegas at downtown Summerlin, growing her awesome yeah. coffee up. 
um, doing doing it and, and you know doing it well. And so I want to say, everyone, I want to say thank you for being on to the Gospel Scoop. Thank you for being one of my guests um, as a business yeah. um, as a business startup entrepreneur. Um, so we will be connecting in the near future, and and we will be um, doing some projects uh, together yeah. in the near yeah. future as well. For sure, yeah, for sure, we have to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm totally down. I have a friend that works for the library system, so we can totally get in there. Oh, dope, dope, dope. Yeah. So definitely cool. work on that. Definitely for sure work on Reading that. Reading is important. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely be more creating more books as well. So that's, you know, out. that's going to be out uh, sometime soon as well. So we'll And we'll hey, definitely... kudos to you. I don't, know, I don't know if you've heard this recently, but like, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Writing a book is not easy. Yeah. Writing more than one is definitely also not easy. <laughs> Yeah, starting a business is not easy either. So, like, you know, on top of that, like having another job, you know, like you have yeah. how many, how many side hustles do you have, guys? Yeah. Question yourself: How many side hustles do you have? Um, this is real. I have a lot of side hustles. I have ooh, a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even name all. You got a podcast for every side hustle. Um, I have a podcast. I have a t-shirt <laughs> business I'm doing. I, have, I write books, and plus I work. So and also I pastor yeah. too, so I'm I'm, I'm yeah. pastor as well. So yeah, I have a lot, I have a lot of little little things cool. going on. Um, but you gotta stay busy. You gotta stay busy at all times. And I and I'm glad I was able to create awesome podcasts that is beyond that's like talks about the Bible, but it, it goes further beyond as that as that as beyond. well. So like a yeah. lot of things. So it's it's really wonderful because I can create so much and I'm and it's wonderful that you can create so much as well. And it's just so amazing. And I would have never thought, to be honest, to be honest with you, I would have never thought you was thirty years old. I thought you was at least twenty something. Not gonna lie, you look pretty young. You look pretty young. So I'm like, wait. Um, with a beautiful face, with a beautiful smile. Hey, I'm forgetting. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I have. I mean, I'm very, I'm very grateful, and I'm very blessed to have. I mean, we're all blessed to have this life, you know. Like we literally are alive to be able to listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, but my parents, my parents are really special, and they, they intentionally uh, raised me this way, and I'm only kind of. I feel as if I'm, I'm just doing my duty, you know, as a human, as a child, as a daughter, as a partner. So, so I'll ask you this question as well. So, um, if you're available in November, November, I'm having another yeah. business uh, month. Um, I want to, cool. I, I, you don't do this, but um, you are special. I want to be able to do a podcast with you in person and we sip on some coffee in November. Cool. So whenever you're available, yeah, I have today, office space. Well, today is the 6th. Let's do November 6th. November 6th? Yeah. I'll put that it's on my calendar. Friday. I'll put that on my calendar. November and, 6th, Friday. And I have an no. um, um, office building. I have an office space so we can sit in like the lounging area. Or the conference room or whatever. Uh, we can and, actually um, have coffee next time. And we can actually have coffee. I definitely we can have coffee okay. and talk in person and have a good time and have a wonderful time and we just go from there. Oh, I love that. Cool. Cool. Thank you for being on. Do you have anything else to say? Um, let's see. We're at forty one minutes. <laughs> 
My birthday is May twenty first. Or two one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Not bad. Not bad. Um, what is your favorite yeah. movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. Oh. oh. Airplane. Airplane. <laughs> Second favorite. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Okay. Third favorite. Because I also love books. But we just watched Interview with a Vampire. Have you seen that recently? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then there's a brand new movie. It's called Swallow. That is very heavy. Very psychotically thrilling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super, super cool insight into kind of the mind of a woman. And what she goes through. Mm-hmm. Every month, okay. <laughs> yeah. It it sounds like a little uh maybe intimidating, but watch the trailer. It's called Swallow, S W A L L O W. It's a movie. Okay. Um, and then another favorite movie recently, Extra Space Ordinary, just Extraordinary. Oh, Extraordinary. That's that's a good movie. I, I watched that movie a couple of times. Pretty good movie. Oh my, so good, right? Yeah, mine's is uh, Will Forte. Mm, Every time, Will Forte, guys. Yeah, um, he's just special. Mine. We, we need to get him on your show. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm de- I'm definitely down. I mean, I'm definitely down for having anybody amazing on my show that's open minded. Uh, I would definitely love. Like, yeah, like you have to like I tell people all the time, you have to be open minded. You cannot be closed-minded and get on my podcast. It's not happening. Yeah, you're not telling me that. You're just actually like a person who wants to talk. Exactly. You talk about anything yeah, and everything. Good. That's good stuff. And I don't have a set topic. So some people are like, what is our topic? Whatever you want to talk about. I don't have, it don't yeah, always like, have to be about business yeah, let's, or Yeah, let's not whatever. have that. So it's really cool. So Yeah. Um, and then just to bring it back to reality, August 6th and... Two days ago, there was a really intense bombing in Lebanon. Um, It wasn't a bombing. It was a quote-unquote accident that happened with, um, you know, a bunch of very highly flammable explosive stuff that caught on fire. And people lost their lives, guys, at the port of Lebanon. And then yesterday in Abu Dhabi, there's like some weird fucking, this was, sorry, some weird fires. And it's just, you know, every day is literally a blessing that we're able to read the news and not be in the news. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a blessing every day to wake up because there's some people that, you know, just didn't wake up. There's some people that lost their lives, you know, protecting our lives. Yeah. Lost their lives. And they're losing their lives every day. So mm-hmm. like, we, just, we have an opportunity here in life to spread love, spread kindness, spread awareness, spread light. And everyone has their own niche, right? Everyone has their own way of spreading light. Everybody's so unique. They have their own network. They have their own personality. They have their own character. So I just, um, I just feel super fortunate to be here and to be able to be on this call with you. And I just thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no, no problem. Anytime, like literally anytime. We'll have definitely have more conversations coming up. You'll be surprised at the conversations that we're going to be having. 
Um, I, I'm definitely going to, it's going to definitely be a fun time. So I'm going to, so, um, look for it, like on Instagram, look for different titles yeah. and stuff like that. I'm going to be posting different titles. Like, cool. hey, if you want to talk to me about this, uh, and I'm going to be posting different titles yeah. and you can always chime uh-huh. in and like, Oh, I want to get my insight on this title. And like, for sure, I definitely have you on, um, with me, there's nothing that's off limits. So don't be surprised at what you see and what you hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All well, right. thank you, and then I'll see you. Uh, are you working on Saturday? I work every Saturday at Farmers Market. Cool. So you awesome. will see me there. See you Saturday, then. All see right, you there. I'll see you. Take care. Thank you again. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.